So I told uh, one of my partners that was, that was standing near me, I said, I've just been hit. Robert, thank you for being here with us today. Anytime. With Deputy Whitson being shot, we're really just taking a look at critical incidents, when our members are injured severely, and how that really impacts, you know, not just that member, but the community, the rest of us on the department. And you have a very specific and unique experience because not only were you here to help the Whitson family, but you've also been shot on duty. Correct. Explain to us, you know, in that instant when it first happens, like what goes through your mind? So once I realized uh, that I was shot, the first thing that I thought about was my family and then my partners, because I knew now that everything was changing, you know, and I had to worry about, am I, am I still going to be here for my family? Um, I'm no help to my partners now. You know, I need to leave and, and let them do what they got to do. So, th yeah, there's a lot that, that goes on. It's amazing how, how many thoughts you can have in such a short amount of time. And then the next thought was, I got to get out of here and get this fixed. Set the scene for us a little bit. Were you by yourself? I know you were on patrol. You're responding to a call. We were actually on a call uh, in, the, in the vicinity when, uh, when we heard the gunshot. And so we responded after hearing that gunshot. Uh, I was not by myself. I was there with uh, three other uh, partners. Unfortunately, it's still an open case, so I'm trying to be careful with the details. But um, we were just trying to make contact with somebody. Gotcha. The next thing I remember was I heard a gunshot on the other side of a wall. And I was shot through a wall, and uh, that was the first shot that was fired. At first, I didn't, it didn't quite register. I think I knew that I was shot, but I thought, okay, maybe I'm just shot in my vest and I'm going to be okay. And once I realized that, that there was blood everywhere, I was pretty confident that it was a lot worse than I had originally thought. The other three that were there stayed, obviously, to deal with that. And, and I removed myself from the scene uh, because I didn't know what, what light ahead. You know, I, need, I needed to get out of there for myself and for them. Right. When you put that over the air, right, that you've been shot, what kind of response do you get? What, what happens then? So I told uh, one of my partners that was, that was standing near me, I said, I've just been hit. I got to go. I don't remember that conversation very well at the time, but him and I discussed it afterwards, and he, he said it's something that didn't quite register at first, but they all heard the gunshot, and they didn't know what the totality of everything was. And so he said, okay, go. You know, and, and then when I put it out over the air, I, I told my sergeant that I was hit because I knew that she was outside of the complex and I needed somebody to get me out of that, that area, um, you know, to the emergency uh, personnel. You bring that up that it kind of just doesn't register and it seems strange to think about because it's yeah. something that you, you know going into the profession, this is a possibility. Right. We train for the worst and hope for the best. Right. And, but in that moment, it just takes a second to for it to sink in. I think in that situation, myself included, we all reverted back to our training and, and just acted the way that we're trained to act. And you don't take time necessarily to think about um, what's actually happening, you know? And, and so like, like me, myself, knowing I needed to get out of there and, and them doing their part, um, that just became 
second nature, I guess. And so they didn't process, you know, like what I said or, or what was actually going on. Um, they, they knew pretty quick and, and, you know, while they were still dealing with the situation, they said that they all kind of got a little emotional knowing what's, what's about to happen, but we still have a job to do. Once that comes out that somebody has been, you know, injured, um, and, and in your case, severely injured, it's like the whole department family takes this like collective holding of their breath until you can figure out like what's happening. Right. And in your case, I mean, it was you got just very lucky in terms of where the bullet entered and what it missed. Like explain to us how close to, you know, lethal that shot was. The, the bullet entered uh, right below my, my right lung above my vest and um, it severed the bottom of my liver, went through my intestines and colon a couple times, um, blew apart my stomach, went across my pancreas and then um, was lodged, it had ricocheted off a rib on my left side and then uh, ricocheted up into my armpit and was just below the skin. The doctor said that it missed my aorta by a centimeter. If it would have hit that aorta, they said I wouldn't have even gotten out of the uh, apartment complex. It's kind of mind blowing to think that centimeters, you know, are the difference between, you know, life and death. And and in in this profession, that's a very real thing. Your family, how does, you know, how does it impact them? It was difficult, but my family's strong. Little background, my wife's a nurse, so she's used to seeing traumatic stuff happen, obviously not to me. So she was able to put herself kind of in that mode um, of, okay, let's let, let's get this fixed and, and yeah she's got like that objective professional yeah, view that yeah. could kick in yeah and I think she was able to separate herself just a little bit from the emotional side while she needed to be that that strong person uh, my daughters they they took it a little bit harder yeah. um, but they were also feeding off of their mom and hey she's not too concerned so I think you know, uh, yeah, a terrible thing happened, but I, I think we're going to be okay. My two youngest thought that I died, and so that was a big, a big emotional swing for them. Wow! Because they watched the news story before my wife was able to tell them don't turn the news on, and they equated me being shot to dying. So uh, here for like an hour or so, they they thought that that their father had died. I'm sitting here and I'm watching you talk, and I'm thinking, my gosh, it was not that long ago that you were you know, two weeks in the hospital and touch and go. And I mean, it's, it's, I hate over using that term a miracle, but I mean, in your instance and also in Dustin's instance, it's absolutely appropriate. Now you're in a position at employee resources where you're actually assigned to, you know, help the Whitson family navigate through his injury. Yes. So explain to me a little bit about how that feels to be able to take your experience and then translate it to another family in the beginning it was I wasn't sure how much I should or they wanted me to share about my my uh, situation it was suggested to me that I that I go ahead and just just share my story and, and maybe that would help and in the beginning they were grateful to see hey this happened to you and, and look here you are walking around and yeah. you know and and no outside visible signs that, that anything is different and so I, I realized that it it was helpful for them to see someone that had been through that. Um, that first week with them was, you know, maybe a little emotionally difficult for me too, because it's, you know, you're, you're kind of having to relive a little bit of that, which yeah. is fine. You know, I tell my story to the academy classes and things, so I'm used to that, but 
um, it was a little bit more personal. I, I look at it as a, as a blessing to be able to be in that position to, to at least be able to comfort um, some people through stuff. And I've talked to Dustin also, and, and I feel like that's, hey, you've been through this. You know, I'm, it's not easy right now, but, but I know that it, it gets better. I always thought about, wow, your experience helps the Whitson family and you're able to help Dustin. But until you just explain that right now, his experience, being able to see the other side of it, gave you a different perspective on even it did. your incident. It did. Because we, all of us just know how how we are having to, to deal with it, what, what we have to handle. And you don't look at what the what the family and and close friends and stuff are are dealing with. And so that was a a big eye opener for me. And I think it's important to keep that in mind because it's something that that it's a very important part. So you mentioned that you got to see Dustin, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And I know in we talk about this will to survive and I think sometimes we say it so much that it loses its meaning, but you guys have both exhibited it. Explain to me, you know, how he seemed when you when you talked to him. What was his demeanor? When he had just woken up, he had a lot of questions. Yeah. But but he seemed he had that he had that will to fight, you know, like, hey, this is I'm I'm gonna get past this. I think that's normal for first responders to to have that. Yeah. Um but but yeah, he he had that fight and you know, and I told him it's okay to um to have your down days because that happens. But as long as you, you you keep that up, that's that's the main thing that's going to help you get better, you know. And and every time I've seen him, it's just been stronger and stronger. Is there you know any like closing thoughts or like things that you want to share with the community, either about this profession or about your experience? There's there's a lot of people that go out and selflessly do this job, and any one of us know that this is a risk at any time. I'm no different than anybody else, uh, except that I just happen to be one of the people that. Um, that was shot while on duty. I, I feel like it's just, it's, it's important to, to know that we're all just people. We have families, you know, that care for us. And I respect all the, uh, you know, every in law enforcement all, all across the country that are, you know, that are, that are doing this every day because you just never know what your next call is going to be. And, um, you know, this is something I've wanted to do my entire life. And I never wanted to stop doing this even after, after the shooting. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's thousands of other people that have the same exact thoughts. Well, we appreciate you oh, sharing you. the story with us, you know, being here. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, opportunity. Mm -hmm.